John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. How have you been? Good. Well, I was in Japan, so I had a... Yes! I had a nice time. It was. It was officially John and Sam in Japan, and yeah. we nearly recorded a podcast, except John had too much of a bad hangover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> so I'm sorry, dear listener, this episode is a week late because John, in his own words, can't be asked to get on a train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. To be fair, would catch a train and then catch a train back to where I was. I did go to the beach there and then have to catch a train, a longer train. It was, uh, yeah. If, you, if you'd have been bothered to come early. <laughs> there were child uh, tending issues to be controlled as well. And but wife, would you like wife to... issues. Massive wife issues. Would you yeah. like to tell the listener how many train stops you would have had to have travelled to have recorded the episode with me live? Oh, one. But yeah. <laughs> it's a 20 minute walk to the station. 20 minute walk to the station. And uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling particularly brilliant. How was the uh, trip back home? Yeah, it was back good. to England, I mean. Um, oh, right. Oh, no, that was rubbish. Yeah, to be honest, this is boring. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I watched uh, Avengers Endgame the other day, so I don't worry. Right. Gonna, well, I'm a little bit wary of you. F-ing are they? Because I know exactly what you're like. <laughs> I'm not. No, I just okay. there's one. There's one. There's one. <laughs> this <laughs> listener, this is a f-ing ruse. Run for your lives. <laughs> I promise you, there's no spoilers. And I promise you, listener, if there is, I'm going to edit them out. Although I'll be <laughs> yeah. furious. I know. <laughs> um, no, it's just something that happened in the cinema that made me laugh. Uh, I actually laughed quite a lot out loud. Um, and this is not a giveaway for any uh, spoiler in the movie, but at one point in the movie, all the female characters kind of assemble on screen at the same time. And this group of guys, sort of, I guess they're mid-20s, um, kind of beard, hipster kind of beard guys, they got really <laughs> ang- they got really angry about the fact that... It, there was a group of women just on <laughs> and it was like <laughs> they just started like oh fucking hollywood liberals oh it's just feminazis and just and i was sat there with my five-year-old daughter and i just started laughing because i was like you grown <laughs> you grown men watching a superhero movie and you're getting angry because there's <laughs> females <laughs> You know, it's just, it's just so pathetic. Um, the guy who's literally flying doesn't bother you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can't have women saving the world. <laughs> yeah, because men have done such a great job of saving the world thus far. Yeah. So anyway, how about you? How was your week? Oh, I've had a good week. I had a little bit of a uh, 
I don't know. This isn't a social situation, like a social awkward situation, but it's something. It's kind of been playing on my mind, so I want to get your opinion on it. Uh, my son plays football, and where he plays football, there's a, it's like a big football pitch, and then outside, or, or around it, is like a running track. But it's not a running track. People go walking, but it's like a big oval. <laughs> Have I explained that clearly, or just terribly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a running track. <laughs> it's a it's not yeah, it's not a running track, it's a path, but it looks like right. it, it's like a four it looks like four hundred meters or so. And then anyway, he's right. playing football in the middle of this thing and they do football training and this mini mini goals and stuff. And then I like to watch it for a bit and then I walk around the track to do a just a little bit of exercise. I mean I'm walking slowly <laughs> but I just think it is better than just sitting there. And it's good because yeah. the whole time I'm walking around, I can still see the football practice. Because they're right in the middle. So, and I've been yeah. doing that. He's been playing since like for over a year for doing this thing. And I do it every week. I just do a few laps and then sit down. But then recently, one of the other mothers has started doing it. There's loads of people watching, and I was the only one who would ever go walk do this kind of walking. I was to say she started like walking next to you, trying to talk to you. No, no. So she's not just walking next to me. But that's the problem. So I, I don't mind the fact that she's walking. That's fine. But there's two things. One, I used to walk clockwise around this thing. And then right. she started walking anti-clockwise. <laughs> Mental. Yeah, I know, right? So that meant... So th this happened. This happened. I saw her walking anti-clockwise. She started before me the first time she was doing the walking. And I thought, well, I want to go walking now. But I don't want to have to look at her for like 200 meters in the eye as I'm walking down each <laughs> straight of this thing. Yeah, yeah. So then, You'd rather so look at her ass. <laughs> Polish the old glasses. <laughs> so, so because of that, that then I had to set off. I had to change the what the direction I was walking. So I started walking underclockwise too. And now that was about sort of about two or three weeks ago. And then every week, like she's got up. Like normally, I would watch the first ten minutes and go for my walk. Now she started getting up after five minutes and going for her walk. And now I have to wait. I have to wait for her to get round right round the other side of the track. <laughs> and then I can start my walk. But she's doing like speed walking and I'm doing relaxed walking. So she's trying to catch me up. So I've started having to go faster <laughs> to keep away from her. <laughs> so on the last Monday, I thought, right, I'm going to fucking get you here. <laughs> I mean, let me let me get this straight. She's a really nice lady. She's a really nice lady. I like talking to her. She's very friendly. Is she fit? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's, a, she's a very nice lady. <laughs> No, I mean, like, obviously, she's doing lots of exercise. What are you talking about? <laughs> you <f> <laughs> So, on the last Monday, the last Monday, I got there, and I didn't even sit down. I just started by walking straight away, and I thought, right, I'm doing it. But the thing is, for the last, every time since she started doing it, I've had to, I've acquiesced to her direction, and I'm going round yeah. the way she wants. And I just feel very awkward about the whole thing. And then we sat down next to each other after and we've spoken but there's this kind of weird thing like about we haven't mentioned we're both starting walking around this thing <laughs> i mean uh, am i am i reading way too much into this or is this a bit of an odd situation yeah well i think you're just british aren't you we, we <laughs> yeah. do look into these sort of... maybe maybe she yeah. wants to look at you maybe that's why she's walking the opposite direction she wants to get an eyeful she wants to catch my beautiful cheeks bobbling around yeah yeah, yeah. Have you told Have you told your missus? Yeah, I, I said it to her. She, I mean, she's she's going to go down with a baseball bat, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kendo sword. <laughs> but 
It's a golden week here in Japan at the moment, so tomorrow there's no football. But I'll keep you up to date with uh, what happens with uh, Walking Gate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's on today's show? Uh, well, today we have a packed show as ever. We have the return of Culture Corner with uh, Daniel Miyauchi Anderson. Uh, we have some live stand-up comedy from Michelle Sabah, an Israeli comic. And uh, we have a whole lot more. But of course, first, this. This is JNS in J News. All right, and now it's time for the news section of the show. So, Sam, what have you got for me? Uh, well, I've got an interesting story uh, here from, well, America. <laughs> so many of them are. <laughs> Has your wife or your mother ever chucked out something that you cherished? Um. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, my mum is uh, unbelievable. I, I don't think it's not things that I cherish. It's just stuff that I use or need. She just constantly goes through my stuff and throws it away, and um, for no for no reason. I told you. Well, have I told this story on the podcast? How I I got like a free twelve week subscription to the Economist, and um, it just never turned up. So I emailed them saying, you know, it's not being delivered, and then it turned out that every time it was delivered through the door, my mum was just throwing it away instantly. <laughs> Don't want that because she thought. Yeah, well, she thought it was for my brother. Which <laughs> I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, in America, there's been a certain incident. The headline of the article is "Man sues parents for throwing out porn collection." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, an Indiana man is suing his parents for getting rid of his vast pornography collection. Um, how many dollars do you think his porno collection was worth? Vast. Vast uh, is the word they've gone with in The Guardian. $100,000 worth. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, your porn collection must be bigger than his. His was worth oh, <laughs> his was worth a mere $29,000. Well, wasn't, didn't one of the Backstreet Boys, I don't know if I'm remembering this correct, did one of the Backstreet Boys, like a porn collector addict, and he'd, he'd got something ridiculous, like, you know, a million dollars worth of porn. <laughs> I mean, I can't I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to Google that. Don't, don't <laughs> these people know porn's free on the internet? I mean, come on, <laughs> your your porn collection should be worth zero. <laughs> yeah. Well, you shouldn't have one. Well, you're quiet. I mean, it exactly. degrades women. Well, yes. Well, well, and men, and men, and sometimes animals. <laughs> <laughs> it says uh moving on swiftly the 40 year old man last week filed a lawsuit in federal court in michigan where he moved in with his parents in 2016 following a divorce <laughs> god i wonder what the uh reason for the divorce was <laughs> yeah he says that when he moved out 10 months later they delivered his things to his new home uh in indiana but his 12 boxes of pornographic films and magazines were missing. Uh, his parents admit they dumped the porn, which included titles such as Frisky Business and Big Bad Grannies. All <laughs> oh, right. He sounds like a lovely bloke. I, know. I mean, Frisky Business is a pretty cute title, uh, I think, but Big Bad Grannies, there's not one part of that title that you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> anyway, he's such an amateur. Big Bad Grannies 2 is much better. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it says the man filed a complaint with police, but the Ottawa County prosecutor declined to press charges. The lawsuit includes an email excerpt from the man's father who told his son, I did you a big favour by getting rid of all this stuff. <laughs> The man is seeking triple financial damages of roughly eighty-seven thousand dollars. So it's worth twenty-nine, and he, he wants eighty-seven thousand. <laughs> yeah. So, so he wants what fifty-nine grand for what emotional distress? <laughs> yeah. The number of boring wanks he's had to have. <laughs> <laughs> what they should do is for Christmas just buy him a single porno <laughs> <laughs> magazine as well. Small good grannies, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) How does it say how big? So obviously twenty nine thousand dollars worth. But does it say how how big it was? Like what? Like was it like a whole rooms full or was it? I I know. know. So they said like twelve boxes of pornographic films and magazines. Twelve boxes. Actually, as I'm looking on the phone here, there is a link on the twelve boxes of pornographic films and magazines. You know, it has that underlined link thing. So I'm going to push it and see what comes up. Uh, so uh, pornography of adult consensual sex no longer taboo says CSP material made by and for consenting adults will not face charges under obscenity laws I mean that's not going into comedy territory it's just law (laughs) (laughs) so did you say that he's asking for $87,000 off his parents so the porn was worth $29,000 that's right Right, so you could say he's asking for a $58,000 master rebate. <laughs> <laughs> that was JNS in J News. Welcome, one and all, to Culture Corner. It's the corner. You can learn a lot about different cultures, but not corners. Learn while having fun in Culture Corner. It's a corner. Words, phrases, metaphors. You'll soon know the score. Find out what they mean with a Culture Corner team. Hi, I'm Daniel Miauchi Andersson. I'm from Sweden. Welcome to Culture Corner. Sweden has a long history of hijacking the English language into what is called Swinglish. As example, flipper means pinball machine, playback means lip sync, and after work. Yes, that is what I'm going to explain here. After work, or simply AW as the young generation in Stockholm calls it, is when colleagues go directly from work to a nearby place to socialize over drinks and light snacks. I'm sure you can agree that using an English word for this activity adds an international flavor for young Swedes living their lives in the fast lane. The most common venues for an after work are restaurants or bars. Through the years, there has been efforts to renew the concept of afterwork, suggesting a more healthy way of socializing. For example, bowling, yoga and sailing have been tried. But so far, nothing has proven successful in replacing talking shit about your boss over a couple of lagers. 
Afterwork can lead to improved relations in the workplace and is often seen as an informal and relaxed way of meeting outside the usual arenas. At the same time, afterwork can also lead to social pressure on who decide not to join. No matter in what way an afterwork takes place, there is always the same result on people. That result can be described in another Swedish word. Full som en kastrull. Which means completely shitfaced. I've been Daniel Miauchi Andersson. This has been Culture Corner. See you next time. Howdy y'all, Bob here from Bob's English. The most well-known English language school in the Tokyo area. We are currently recruiting for new teachers, and that teacher could be you. You know the difference between bar, bar, bar? It don't matter. You know what a girund is? It don't matter. Can you conjugate a verb? Hell no, me neither. You got most your own teeth, the ability to sit down and can tolerate small kids, and you've got what it takes. Get to our website and remember, At Bob's English, you can learn to speak English proper. Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question is what is the most inappropriate thing you've said to a stranger or a stranger has said to you? And I've, in fact, we got quite a few responses, but a lot of them were not ju- not like full 100% strangers, but sort of maybe lesser known acquaintances. So that's also now in the parameter of this burning question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, did anyone get in touch with uh, your side? Yeah, so we had Sarah uh, who emailed in and she said that on her very first day of work, she said to somebody in her new office, uh, when are you due? Because uh, the woman was quite, <laughs> looked like she was pregnant. I think I can see where this and, is going. Uh, yeah, obviously this woman wasn't pregnant. So uh, <laughs> I imagine that's, well, that is extremely cringeworthy. <laughs> yeah, massively. I've got a hard policy on this because I work in a school and lots of mums come in who have they've got a kid and then they get pregnant with another one. And my general policy is that even if they are massively pregnant, huge stomach, they <laughs> look absolutely huge. They will not even dare to say, are you pregnant? It's just too dangerous. <laughs> right. So did anyone else get in touch? We had an email in from Carlos in England. Uh, he said once when he was working in a school, I uh, don't know <laughs> what capacity, uh, he said to one he said to uh, one of the kids at lunchtime, uh, he was talking to one of the kids about something, and he said, oh, and he thought he was doing a favour. He said, oh, I think there's, I think that you have something in your teeth. Uh, it turns out that the boy just had a black tooth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, how about you? Have you uh, ever 
<laughs> received or said anything inappropriate? I was at a, I was at a party, a house party, um, and it was with a load of people I didn't know. But a, a load of these people, all they were all in the same fantasy football league. And so we all had, like I was a member of this league, even though I'd never met these people before. And I was just chatting to this one guy and he just said to me, um, what's your team? And I thought he was talking about fantasy football. And so I said to him, because my team name at the time was something like, um, F your mum, up the shitty. <laughs> and <laughs> he just looked at me and I kind of looked at him. And then I, there's like this really uncomfortable, he kind of turned away from me. And then after about a minute, I kind of thought, right. Um, I said, tapped him on the shoulder. And he looked, kind of looked at me a bit worried. I said, are you talking about fantasy football? And he went, no. <laughs> and I said, oh, sorry, I thought you that's part of this field tan. <laughs> um, so that made that whole situation mildly better. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he still, uh, after he, he kind of just took that on board and then ignored yeah, me. Yeah, I don't so, blame him. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Um, well, mine, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you heard, I called someone, I called someone a woman. So that was obviously fairly offensive. Um, <laughs> but not that I'm holding on to a grudge. <laughs> but uh i know i had something this for people who've ever been to japan or lived in japan this is something that a lot of foreigners or you know western people get if they live in japan or be in japan and this happened to me there's a classic one that stood out i hadn't been here very long probably about six months and i was st standing outside my workplace before i was going into work i was just hanging out having a cup of tea or something and one of the students walked past and she was like a sort of housewife age kind of woman and as she walked past me she went hi sam and i went oh hi and she went you look fat today. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> because the Japanese aren't afraid of telling you when you look a little bit fat. Yeah. I had um, the same English conversation school. They had this thing called voice where students could just sit and have free conversations. And I remember this guy came in once and he was kind of a, you know, he's a businessman, but he's kind of jolly, but his English wasn't great. And he walked into the room and it, like I was in mid-conversation with a group of people and he just went, are you fart? <laughs> and I, I said, excuse, excuse me? And he was like, yeah, are you, are you fart now? And I said, I haven't, how dare you? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it turned out he meant, uh, have you become ah, fat? Which, he was uh, just putting on a posh, yeah. posh accent. <laughs> that was a very awkward next 15 minutes. John and Sam in Japan. One is funny, one is funny looking. John and Sam in Japan. One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which? You and now it's time for this episode stand-up comedy featuring israeli comedian michelle sabah who we actually interviewed on episode 11 of this podcast seemingly confused if you haven't heard that i do recommend you go back and listen to it because it's a very interesting and most importantly a very very funny conversation he's a very great guy and a very funny comedian so i think you're going to enjoy this a lot michelle sabah Okay, are you ready for something more? Okay, 
I read an article uh, about a team of researchers that discovered that ducks rape each other. That's a real article. That, that there was a team of re researchers who discovered that ducks rape each other. First of all, I was very relieved to find out that scientists have their priorities set straight. <laughs> you know, I, they could waste money on cancer or something that potentially can help millions of people, but they're like, you know what is really important? Duck rape. <laughs> we need to dive into this. Our next research questions. Do zebras play hard to get? <laughs> Do dolphins have a friend zone? We need to know. Humanity depends on it. Uh, it's weird. It's weird that they could actually prove that a duck, was, a duck was raped when they can't even prove a woman was raped, right? Like when it comes to human beings, it's her world against his. But for some reasons in, in duck, it's not her quack against him. They know this duck was raped. You know? It's like a, a woman can flat out say, I was raped. And people will be like, will be like yeah, but can you prove it? But a duck says, quack, quack, quack. And everyone's like, shh, we know. <laughs> we can see it in your eyes. <laughs> so how do they know? You know? How do they know? Maybe even if they look and it looks violent, maybe the female duck likes it rough, you know? Like, fuck me hard, duck boy. <laughs> or maybe the drunk version, duck me hard, fuck boy. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like it's stupid. It's like the more duck you are, the more we can prove you've been raped, you know? Which explains so much for me. Like it explains why beautiful women always do the duck face. <laughs> it's not about fashion, it's safety. You know, it's like, oh this guy looks creepy. Engage duck protocol. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't teach it in like self-defense courses for women, you know? Like step one, ladies, feel the duck, <laughs> be the duck. Step two, always carry with you a duck whistle. Because if you look like a duck, and you sound like a duck, and your name is Donald, people might think you are the president of the United States. <laughs> Michel Sabah there, great stuff. If you want to find out more about what he's up to, you can visit his Facebook page uh, at Michel Sabah, S-A-B-B-A-H. Um, also, thanks to uh, everyone else who was involved in the show. Uh, thanks to Daniel Mucci Anderson for Culture Corner. Uh, thanks to Matt Perkins uh, for his involvement. And of course, thanks as always to Ruben VM for all he's done with the music. But most importantly, thanks to you for listening right up until this point. I can't believe you're still here. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I guess uh, next episode's been in question. After me saying about those guys getting angry in the cinema <laughs> uh, because there were because because there were women There's on the seven screen. women on the screen the, at the same the... time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the bird, next episode's burning question is: What's the angriest you've ever seen a stranger <laughs> get? Ah, yes, <laughs> that's good. I'm glad we've uh, moved away from what's the worst because I feel like we've done a couple of too many of those recently. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Anything else? No, nope, I think that's all. Okay. Catch, catch you, you later. later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy 
Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in, answer the burning question. Send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.